Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, look what we got. We got uh, John and uh, Vacation Jim uh, here on the wrap-up show, wherever he is, on his date, the date that just never ends. The date's uh, still going, wrap-up. yes. Chris, can you maybe have the dog stop digging? Uh it's the wrap-up show with John and Jim. Great start. Presented by Mark Nimitz and Farmers Insurance. Padres do win the series this weekend. They lose today. They did not play well today. Uh, they no. didn't hit, obviously, well today. Bullpen wasn't good, and these are the issues heading into the trade deadline in the second half, the hitting and the bullpen. So we're going to break it all down. Again, Padres lose today 3-1, win the series. Their lead on a wild-card spot right now has been trimmed to two games. As everyone no. is charging, they get into the break 10 games behind the Dodgers in the National League West, which is really inconsequential. Everything right now is about getting into the postseason, obviously, for this team. So as you make your way in, please subscribe. That's what we ask of Padres fans, whether you're here live or on replay. Hit the notification bell for us. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, and if you want to support this channel, you can use that super function by clicking the dollar sign down below. And if you want to become a member of the channel with custom emojis and badges, Members-only content, you can hit that join button next to subscribe down below as well. Uh, Jim, I hope you had a nice weekend. I haven't heard from you since Friday. I believe you've been sitting at that kitchen table uh, at your day task for the last 48 hours. Is that what's been happening? Yes, uh, I had not moved. Um, just the date has never ended. So I'm here <laughs> at the kitchen counter. And yeah, you're right. I'm eating a burrito and just haven't moved out of this seat. Dude, life is good if you're Jim Russell. Look at this. He's got he's eating burritos. It's really good. Yes. He's got good internet. He's got a place that's better than his place. <laughs> Literally, it is. All right. So let's get into this game. Um, Padres today. Again, I would call it a half decent series. If someone would have told me two out of three against the Diamondbacks two days ago, I probably would have taken it. I didn't think they played particularly well on Friday and they won. I don't think they played well yesterday, but they got bailed out by Voigt, who hit that three run home run. Right. And they won, and they played some really sloppy baseball on Saturday. And then here today, it's like uh, you do nothing on offense. They had a couple of chances. Eric Cosmer was thrown out at the plate. Profar let off the third with a double, never moved. A couple of runs were walked in in that Mackenzie Gore, Stephen Wilson inning. Luke Voigt hit a solo home run. But this game, Jim, today kind of summarizes the first half where you get good starting pitching, but you don't win a baseball game. Well, it's, it's literally the same thing every single game, I feel like. And it starts with the offense, and then the pitching's either really good or the pitching's really bad. And if they get if they get in a hole, like down three nothing, they're not coming back. Like how many times this year have they been down three or four nothing and gone to the ninth inning and had a comeback win? Like in the I can't remember a lot. Can you? Uh, no, I mean, into the ninth inning, Charlie, by three or four runs, no. I mean, that's probably like it, happened it, zero times. So it's the second this team gets down, 3 nothing or whatever it is, it feels like it's over. And that's not a good feeling to have as a baseball team and as a fan base that if your team goes down 3 nothing between, I don't know, fifth, sixth inning, like it's over. Yeah, I mean, you don't feel good. There's no question about it. I mean, when they were trailing by one, I thought maybe they got a shot. Now, you go back to yesterday, Jim, they trailed 3-1 as late as the sixth or seventh inning. Void hit a home run, and then the bullpen held the lead. So they did find a way to win yesterday, despite going down by two runs, and I didn't have much faith when that happened. And then today, it was just too much. And Arizona's bullpen isn't good. You figure you could maybe get back into a game against Arizona's bullpen, but this offense isn't good. It's just, it's really not. I mean... Again, Void had a couple of good days. Uh, you look up and down this lineup here today. Um, 
there's nothing really cooking. I mean, you have a double from Profar and the home run from Voight. Those are your extra base hits. That has plagued this team, Jim. They can't hit for power. They've hit 11 home runs in the last 22 games. So this has to be addressed in the second half, whether it's Tatis, whether it's the deadline. We can get into Soto, and we will. But uh, yeah. it's just not enough offense. I mean, there's 68 games left, and you're two games up on a playoff spot. I don't have a lot of faith that the offense has enough to finish the season the way they started it, really. Well, that's the thing is, like, when you look at the offense, and I hope Preller does not say this, but there's just not – there's nothing there, – there's not a lot there. And if Preller comes out and says, we just need guys to perform up to the, the level that we expect them to perform, that's not good enough because these guys mm-hmm. are not those type of players. And like Rich said, like, we need slugging. They need power. Tatis, we don't even know when he's coming back. We don't even know if he's going to look like Fernando Tatis Jr. The timeline for him literally just started. And to not swing a bat for 10 months and expect him to be the only power bat that's going to be turning to this lineup, it's not good enough. Um, and you saw what – did you see what uh, Manny said to Marty today? Yeah, that he's not GM. Not GM. You know, whatever happens, happens. And also Bob Melvin after the game. He said, look, I don't want to hear anything until A.J. Preller's on, like, the two-yard line, hmm. which I personally, I want to hear every trade rumor possible. I saw that. That's what, that's what you said. Like, I want yep. to hear everything. But as a team, you also don't want to hear stuff until it's, like, literally right about to be completed. Because last year was right. a train wreck. So this year, it's like, is it completed? Okay, cool. That's, that's all I want to know. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Uh, as you make your way to the chat, by the way, I mean, are you looking at this glass half full at the break, 10 games over, which people would have taken? We've talked about this a lot. People would have taken without Tatis getting to the break probably 10 games over and with the bullpen injuries, to be honest. It's so crazy. It's it's so crazy that they're 10 games over 500, and it feels like that they're going to miss the postseason and the sky's still falling. Right. So are you looking at it glass half full, you're 10 over because you don't have Tatis and the bullpen has struggled, but you're getting pieces back? Or is it glass half empty because they're 11 and 18 in their last 29 games and one of the worst offensive teams over that 29 game stretch? So like, that's the dichotomy here. Are you okay with going into the break two games better than the final wild card position? Again, I think if we would have been told this without Tatis at the beginning of the year, most people would have taken it. But knowing that they'd built six or seven games of cushion, to right. at least reach a wild card position. And now they're two up, and there's multiple teams chasing. It's not one team. It's San Francisco. It's St. Louis. Milwaukee, St. Louis go back and forth. Philadelphia. Shoot, Miami's still alive. I think A.J. Preller realizes that if he does not make something, uh, you know, if he does not make some drastic changes at the deadline, he's putting the season in jeopardy, similar to what happened last year. He just didn't do enough, and the season was in jeopardy in the second half because they didn't have starting pitching. And this year, they just don't have enough offense. You know, that, that's that's how I look at it right now. They need a lot more offense. I can't wait on Tatis. There's no guarantee Tatis is going to be Tatis. So you got to go address it, and you got to be aggressive. I agree. <laughs> First of all, the shirt you're wearing, what are you What are you wearing, dude? It's a Brixton tee. Yeah, no big deal. Okay. Is that like your nighttime T-shirt? No. I mean, what are you wearing? Like, I'm wearing overalls? A, I'm wearing, does it look like? No, I'm wearing a white T-shirt. Overalls. What are you talking about? No, this shirt was more than $4. As was mine. So there you go. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I don't okay. know, honestly, dude, I, honestly, the moves that Preller needs to make to significantly help this team, which is a legitimate bullpen piece and one bat at minimum, and not just like a, just whatever. Like it needs to be a significant type of impact bat and maybe another one as well that's three pretty big moves in a market where there's going to be a lot of buyers with there will better, be. with with better i want to say like uh a better draft not draft but a better minor league system to maybe entice these teams to, to sell and maybe more money to work with as well. All right. There's a lot to get into. We'll get into the trade That's deadline. We'll get into this Juan Soto discussion as well. We do want to tell you about our title sponsor. What did you drop, a burrito? No, it's like a little, I don't know. I'm going to have right, a our, title sp- yeah. our title sponsor is Mark Nimitz. 
at Farmers Insurance. If you have auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance needs, Mark is your guy. I've got my insurance through him, homeowners and earthquake insurance. I recently had a claim. He saved us literally thousands of dollars. He made the process quick and easy. Um, he can save you $750 on your insurance literally right now just by switching to him. His website's down below. You can get a quote online. You can buy online. You get all of his contact information, but you can get in contact with Mark and just talk Padres baseball because he'll be there for you. He'll also talk to you about your insurance needs, but everyone can save $750 uh, and Mark can help you do that. He's a great insurance agent. He's a San Diegan. We always talk about the fact that he's a lifelong Padres fan, whatever it is, auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance. If you have insurance needs, he's got great service and communication. His website, again, there's a link down below. You can get that quote online. If you have insurance needs, if you support this channel, please support a local business, Mark Nimitz, at Farmers Insurance. All this information is above my head. Uh, phone number, email address, mnimitz at farmersagent.com. It's mnimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to them, let them know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. You know, we talked about Juan Soto weeks and weeks and weeks ago when we had uh, Mr. Chelsea Janis. Remember that? Everyone yeah. was like, why are you even right. talking about Juan Soto? Yeah, why are you talking about Soto? Because, well, at that point, there were there was speculation or rumors that the nationals were going to move Soto. And then Mike Rizzo, their GM shot that down. And now they couldn't come to an agreement within the last like 48 hours on a 15 year, $440 million deal, which would have been the largest deal in baseball history in terms of overall numbers. But the average annual valuation actually isn't anything to write home about. It would have been under 30, which for a player of Juan Soto's caliber doesn't really make a lot of sense. So you're talking about a deal that is going to cost someone four, five, six hundred million dollars eventually, potentially for Juan Soto. But here's the deal. The Nats have said the door is open. They will entertain offers. That's not to say he will be moved during the season. It could be in the offseason. It could be a year from now or maybe they never move him. He's still under control for the next two and a half years. I read some quotes saying that this might have to be a Herschel Walker type move for the Nats to be incentivized to move Juan Soto. And if you read anything across baseball, including The Athletic, a number of people believe the Padres will at least be in on Soto. I've read that multiple times now over the last 24 hours. What will it take? A lot. What is it worth? Potentially everything. Do they have enough capital, both financially and prospect-wise, to pull it off? That's probably the $440 million question. Like it, oh, it literally goes to would you be willing type of thing, right? Would you be willing? And then you name off Gore, Abrams, Hassel. Like that's what Chelsea Jane said it would probably have to take. Mm-hmm. Your top your top three prospects, which is Gore. Well, Kevin AC said Gore did maybe graduate, or is he still considered a prospect? Yeah, I mean, I think at this point. It's all just semantics, but true, yeah. But th- that's what it would take. It would take Gore, Abrams, and Hassel, at least minimum, mm-hmm. to entertain an offer for Juan Soto. So you think to yourself, all right, you're going to sell the farm for this guy, for where you're probably not going to resign him. Actually, pro- you're, you will not resign him. Um, and are you okay with that? Well, here's the thing. I mean, he's far from a rental. You have him for the next two years beyond 2022. So 2023 and 2024. Now, even as an arbitration player, he's going to make $60 million in all likelihood those two years combined. So it's something like 25 next year, 35 the year after. That's the expectation. So they obviously don't have that. Would you do it? Would you do it? The CBT. Would I do what? Would you trade Gore, Abrams, and Hassel for Juan Soto? Well, yeah, I would, but it's going to take more than that. <laughs> so, yeah, I would absolutely trade Gore, Abrams, and Hassel for Juan Soto because I think it changes the fortune of your team for 2022 where you're all in. And with yeah. this rotation, with four free agent starters, and with my biggest need outfield and my biggest need hitting, and you take care of everything in one move, I mean, sure. fortune favors the bold. It yeah. really does. It, it's really, like, it so, does, yeah. You know, I mean, you got two and a half. It's not a rental if it doesn't work out. You're not paying him $500 million next year. You're paying him 20 or 30. You're getting rid of a Hosmer and a Myers potentially next year. We can get into that. Uh, there's some money you can work with, arguably. Um, but yeah, I would, I would, I put on Twitter earlier this week and I'd move heaven and earth for Juan Soto. That's how I feel. Some people probably don't feel that way. You can go real top heavy with the roster. 
like Machado, Tatis, and Soto, and that can be dangerous? No question. Is it dangerous? Absolutely. <laughs> oh is, it, God. is it something that would be um, risky? Of course it would be. But A.J. Preller has kind of been a risky GM over the course of his career, and it hasn't all worked out. But if you're in the business of winning World Series, this is the type of move you make if you're a general manager. And when you just – like if you look at it, right? So Abrams is kind of blocked. Like, I'm like, you know, is he going to be an everyday second baseman, everyday shortstop, or everyday center fielder? I don't know. And Hassel. Who the hell knows when Robert Hassel or if Robert Hassel is going to turn into anything? He is a 100% prospect right now. Mackenzie Gore has looked really good, but he's also looked really bad and tired and fatigued. Is that just a case of uh, most innings he's pitched in a couple years? Or is this something where teams are figuring him out and his stuff is not as good as it may be on, be led on to be? Mm-hmm. So those three guys, if you want to make a case, and then you get an all-star MVP candidate, no doubt about it, for the next two and a half years. I mean, Tatis, Manny, and uh, Soto <laughs> in that lineup? Like, are ridiculous. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you have to think about it long and hard. Now, I don't know if they'll ultimately be able to do it. I, I don't know if it's as much about the prospect capital as it is about like their financial situation potentially. That's the part where you're like, this might not work, and it probably P- won't plus, work. Because, yeah. Plus, I think there's teams with better. Don't get me wrong. I think there's going to be teams with better offers than the Padres. You know, I don't. I mean, Gore Abrams Hassel is a you know, it's a nice start to an offer, but like yeah. none of that is a guaranteed hit. Gore's not a guaranteed one or two starter in the big leagues. He could be. Abrams is not a guaranteed five-time all-star. Hassel's, you know, a year and a half away at least. So, like, when when you're making a trade for Juan Soto, you you need to guarantee yourself. And not to mention, here's the other thing I'm reading. I'm sure you saw this as well. If they're trading Soto, they're probably asking for a Patrick Corbin back. They're probably asking for Steven Strasburg. They want to uh, alleviate that contract as well. How do the Padres take on Corbin's deal? How do the Padres take on Strasburg's deal in a move like this? And maybe there is an organization that would be willing to do that. Um, so th- that's where it gets really tricky. The dollars might be the trickiest part, plus the prospects. I don't know if the Padres are going to have the best offer in baseball. I mean, it's hard to envision they would, actually, when you think about it. I think they could have a good offer. I don't know if it would be the best offer. It also makes you wonder, like, I mean, if the Nash, if he's not, if he's turning down $400 million from the Nationals, what is that just because he doesn't want to play in Washington anymore or is he just wants to play with the winner or is he truly want like 500, $600 million? Who knows? Who knows? Does he even need a 15 year deal? I mean, I would think it would be like, you know, I think you're talking about a neighborhood of 35 or 40 million a year for Soto and they're offering like 28, 29. Yeah. So I'd rather go heavy in the dollars and a shorter deal than go 15 years. I mean, 15 oh. years, Jim, that's a ridiculous length. <laughs> it's longer than the Tatis deal. It's like unheard of, you know? Okay, we got, we got a super chat here, but I mean, come Can on. Can we just avoid it? No, we can't. Everyone <laughs> in the chat, just destroy this. Whoever, let's go Dodgers. Come well, thanks on, for thanks, thanks for your money. Appreciate you. This will be the shortest super ever posted on the site yeah. in wrap-up show history. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, is this system good enough? Everyone talks about this. This system isn't the same as it was two years ago. Is Campusano and Abrams and Gore and Hassel and whomever else, James Wood, are, are these the players of the caliber that the Nationals would need to get back? It has to be, you got to sell this now to your fan base. You need guys that are going to be in the big leagues immediately if you make that trade. So that would have to be Mackenzie Gore. That would have to be C.J. Abrams. You have to have guys that are coming. It would be four, five, six players for one, would be my guess. Or maybe six players for one in Soto, plus you take the contract of Corbin or Strasburg. Something like that. Seven players. It's going to be a ridiculous deal. It's just going to be unbelievable if it gets done. You know what's going to happen, too. He's like, he's going to go to the Dodgers. And it's going to be like, what <laughs> don't, the? Don't you? What? I'm just, you know, they're a team that will, will do that. Like, they will go all in. Mm-hmm. And they did, they've done it before. So Look at last trade deadline. Yeah, but are the Padres even in like a position to like do that? That's the thing. Is like, I want to see them go all in, but at the same time, can they two games up in a playoff spot? Right. Yeah, like, what if you traded for Soto and then like missed the playoffs? (laughs) 
dude, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess that would be hard to envision. I um, don't I don't envision that. I mean, it would fill literally every one of your needs and it would solve every one of your problems. And you don't have to worry about getting potentially another bat because you have one of, if not the best in baseball. The worst possible thing that can happen is that Ken Rosenthal tweets, the Padres are close to acquiring Juan Soto and it doesn't happen. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because we went through that a year ago and that was like right. one of the worst days ever for Padres fans. So, I mean, I wouldn't put all my eggs in this basket like the Padres are going to get Juan Soto. If it happened, it would be one of the biggest trades in baseball history. I mean, think about that. If it happened, it would be one of the biggest trades in baseball history and the Padres would be involved in it. Dude. Yeah, I know. I know. But I just at this point am not going to get any of my hopes up or or even really put too much stock in it until you start hearing more about a potential Juan Soto the Padres. Like, do I think it could happen? I think there's ways it could happen, um, but it would take a lot of pieces falling in the right place and a mm -hmm. lot of things to – like, you have to be very lucky to get this done. But, it, you know, as, right. as, as you heard from Dennis, like – of course, Preller's going to be in the mix for this. You know damn well he's probably already called, or at least he'll, he'll, or at least he will call the Nationals. Well, this is what Dennis wrote. He said, um, "Abrams, Gore, Hassel, James Wood," and then he writes, "Might not be enough." And I, I'd be surprised if it was. To be honest, I, I think you're holding everything over a franchise to to get a player of this caliber, and you're going to position teams against each other, and then you're going to say we don't have to move them. Right. So they're going to keep asking. They're going to say, best and final, best and final, keep going back. It, it's going to be historic to get a player like Juan Soto, who's 23. You'd have Tatis, who's 23, Soto, who's 23, Machado's, who's Machado, who's 30 in your lineup. You know, arguably, two of the top five hitters in baseball, three of the top 10, 15, right. when healthy. So, I mean, there's no lineup that probably has that ceiling on it. No, I mean, it's, it's, fun to think, it's fun to think about, but it's hard to envision. Yeah, it's like, it's like a video game. Like, oh, cool. I just did fantasy, fantasy baseball, and I have the three, three of the best players on my team. That's cool. But you got to think about, like, there's the money and the prospects and all that stuff you got to deal with that in real life it's um, much harder to do. No doubt. All right. If you're here, this is the wrap-up show with John and Jim. Padres lose today to the Diamondbacks at Petco 3-1. Uh, please subscribe if you're a Padres fan. Just hit that subscribe button. That's all we ask. Please hit that notification bell for us. Smash the like button. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. John and Jim with you. Uh, Jim is on a date currently. Um, we're breaking down. Uh, <laughs> Again, everything that happened in the first half for the Padres, who are 52 and 42. If you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, you can click that super button, the dollar sign down below. We'll get to all the supers here this evening. If you want to become a member, you can click that join button next to subscribe as well. Um, there's a lot to get into in addition to Juan Soto. And if anyone has supers on it, we can get back to Juan Soto. Um, the Padres today did draft. Um, you saw this Dylan Lesko was drafted by the Padres in the first round. Yeah, it's great. I knew that would be your reaction. At one point, he was considered the consensus number one pick. He had Tommy John, though, in April. Um, he's regarded by Keith Law. Let me see. I have this written down here. Um, he's regarded to have the best changeup ever out of high school by some scouts. Um, maybe the best high school pitching prospect in the last 20 years, some have said. But there's a caveat. Um, he had Tommy John in April. He'll be out 12 to 18 months. He won't be on a big league roster until 2026 at the earliest. Um, so the Padres might have an ace, Jim, but not till 2028. <laughs> yeah, call me, call, call me in seven years, and we'll talk about it then. So you're not excited about Dylan Lesko today? No. Should I be? Not today, probably. No. I, no I, I'd like, come on. I mean, there, there's people in this organization that should be excited, that scouts, the, you know, AJ Preller, but, <laughs> but, um, as far as like the fan base goes and, and this team, that, that does nothing for this team this year at all. So Correct. cool. I'll see you in 2028. That's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like call, call me then. In the not, there's, no, there's no, there, there is zero point. And for me, at least 
to try to like break down this draft pick or get hyped about it or be upset about it because who the hell knows? And we won't even know if we're ever going to see this kid ever. So when he's about to be called to the majors, that's when I'll talk. Yeah, I forget the rules as to Esteban. There used to be a rule where you couldn't trade a drafted player for one year. That that may have changed. And that's not the worst idea, by the way, to include a player of his caliber in a package like that, if it's even possible. So here's the deal. He's out of Georgia. Again, according to some scouts, this is from The Athletic, I believe, one of the best high school pitching prospects in the last 20 years. Tommy John in April, otherwise would have been consensus number one. Earliest will be seen as 2026. Best changeup ever, according to some scouts out of high school. Best changeup ever. <laughs> it's pretty good, but we'll see what he looks like after Tommy John. And he just had Tommy John. So he's coming back in the middle of 2023 for like rookie ball. His first full year will be 2024. A ball shoots through the system. Yeah. End of 2025, beginning of 2026, you know. Jim, you're such an illiterate baseball fan for someone with a radio show. What does that even mean? <laughs> said like a true illiterate <laughs> right thanks i appreciate you oh man don't you love the chat love it you love awesome. the chat yeah um i mean how do we look at this this series this weekend a two out of three against the diamondbacks that's, that's what they needed to do it just when you win the first two games you obviously want to get the sweep and going into last week, we said four and three. So they, they went, went? They went three no. and four. <laughs> right. So it wasn't what you wanted, but at the same time, you are 10 games up going into the break. So how many games are left? They're, they're 52 and 42. Is that right? 52 and 42, correct. So they've played 94 games. So there are... 68 games left, which means if they go 34 and 34, they've gone 86 and 76 for the year. And the question is, will that be good enough? I mean, right now they're two up, but if you go 500, if a couple of teams behind you play, you know, four or five games over 500, you could be on the outside looking in. So you're basically looking at the start of the second half, Jim, knowing that if you go 34 and 34, you're probably hanging around. I think if you go better than that, you're likely in. So we're not asking them to have the greatest second half in baseball history. What we're asking them to do is look a little bit more like the team we saw earlier in the year. Play over 500. They're 10 over right now. If they play four over in the second half, they'd have 88, 89, 90 wins, something like that, and they'd clearly be in. So, I mean, again, they don't have to be perfect. They just got to play better than they've played over the last month. And to go into August, which was the – month last year where everything completely collapsed and then September you just fall off a cliff. September schedule is not easy. And to get through August is going to be tough, especially if you're not getting Tatis back until like middle of August. Dude, forget September. How about Friday and Saturday? Scherzer DeGrom. Yeah, I know, John. That's those are going to be I mean, tough. DeGrom's DeGrom's not a guarantee, but he he could return as soon as this weekend for the Mets. He's likely, I think. He's throwing a simulated game on Tuesday. Yeah. So you could see DeGrom. You'll see Scherzer. I mean, it's that you faced uh, who they faced today. Merrill Kelly, who's a nice little pitcher, but he's not Max Scherzer. He's not Jacob DeGrom. He's not the Dodgers rotation. And this is all what's still to come for this Padres team that just cannot hit. Their offense doesn't feel like it's cohesive at all. It's just a bunch. If, at times, it feels like it's just a bunch of guys. And then, yep. Manny, and then Manny Machado, you know? I'll, Let's get to the super from 619 Cam. Thank you for your membership, Cam. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for the super. If you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, you can use that super by clicking the dollar sign down below. So Cam says today's game, a true reflection of our season so far, quality pitching. And by the way, Clevenger was really good. Six innings, one run. Yeah, uh, no offense. Good. Weak bullpen. Was at the game with my son. Sorry about that, Cam. Hopefully you had a good time. But yeah, we've seen it all too often, specifically at Petco Park, where this team, Jim, you've talked about it, has been much worse on offense than they've been on the road this year. Right. And this like Luke Voigt, a couple of good games, that three-run homer the other night. That was obviously the big hit of the game. Home run today, but they just need more than that. You know, from every but from from like five hole down, you're just you're just got you got nothing. Nothing. And yeah, you're right. If this team wants to truly contend and compete in the second half, you got to have a home field advantage here. Mm -hmm. uh, it got you got to make it so 
teams are coming in here and it's it's tough and at times it feels like it's just easy and this Padres offense they'll have good nights but the bad nights for this team dude we've talked about it it's just really hard to watch really hard to watch 25 and 21 with 40,000 people per game roughly they're they're averaging like 38k 25 and 21 at home which is okay it's not, it's not horrific it's not, but it's not good for like a a good team a good team yeah no i agree they're better on the road they're still better on the road this year than they have been at home um i do want to tell you about our brand new partner here on the wrap-up show can you hide that comment jim yeah. Uh, Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance, our brand new partner here on the wrap up show. It's great to have Omar with us here for uh, the entirety of this 2022 season. He is here to help all Padres fans with their mortgage needs. Simple as that. Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. You can text Omar right now. In fact, he's asked our viewers to text him during the wrap up show when we're doing it live. So you can scan the QR code on the screen or you can text him. 619-387-7798. Again, 619-387-7798. If you just want to text Omar right now and say go Padres, he's your San Diego native mortgage broker. Whether you're looking to buy your dream home, he can help you get into a home of your dreams or if you want to refinance to consolidate your debt. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and would like a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, like we always say, Omar is a San Diegan. He's a local business. He went to San Diego State. He's a huge Padres fan. He supports this channel. So we ask if you have any mortgage needs, please call or text Omar. You'll get an absolutely free consultation. And also, if you're a realtor, please get in contact with Omar. Just text him right now, 619-387-7798, because he's looking for local partners as well in realty. So if you're a realtor and you're watching this live or on on replay, please get in contact with Omar, 619-387-7798. Yeah, 619-387-7798, as John just said. Reach out to Omar. He literally said, text us whenever you want. He will always get back to you. Any loan or mortgage needs, Omar is your guy. He's a San Diegan. We're happy to have him on the wrap-up show. Also, the QR code, top of the screen there, will take you to the website, edgehomefinance.com. Again, his number, 619-387-7798. Omar is your guy. Reach out to him right now. No doubt. Let's get to the super. Thank you, Omar, again, for your support of this channel. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate the supers that are rolling in. Great way to support this channel. We appreciate you becoming a subscriber or a member as well by clicking that join button next to subscribe down below. Jesse from Hawaii. Jesse, great to have you as always. Thank you for the super. Uh, He says it's harsh, but it went down when Gore came in and then Wilson walked into runs. I thought Gore looked really bad. He's not Today, good. He needs a, he needs a break. He needs he, a break. Yeah, but he, yeah, I know. But wasn't he like on a break? <laughs> he needs an extended break. <laughs> I know. I don't. I'm not counting on him in the second half. Uh no. You you may get a couple good outings from him here and there, but mm-hmm. I I don't expect him to make a start every fifth day. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he's going to be that type of guy in the second half. They're going to have to ride Musgrove, Darvish, Manaya. Snell, Clevenger, and Martinez. Like Maybe those, not Martinez, yeah. Yeah, those are the guys you're going to have to ride. In the second half, I don't know what they're going to do with Gore. I don't know if they're going to send him down. I don't know if they're going to keep him in the bullpen. But it's hard to envision him being as effective as he was at the start of the season in the second half with the innings piling up. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Carlin, thank you for this. Is this a super sticker? If so, it doesn't show up here on our chat. But if you have a comment, Carlin, please comment down below. You don't have to do another super. We'll get your comment here on the wrap-up show. But thank you for your support. Um, Let's see here. This is interesting from Matt. It says, we've gone from first place to second wildcard spot in less than a month. This has to be a once in a 100 years occurrence. Remember, that was what Peter Simon said last year. That was last year. Last year from 17 over to missing the playoffs and finishing at 79 and 83. I mean, that's not what we're witnessing here, is it? I mean, they're still 10 over, but they were better last year at the break. They were more than 10 over at the break. We think 13. I think they were 13 over at the break last year, and they finished four under. So it's not like 10 over guarantees them anything, Jim, based on what we saw last year. It doesn't. This team was 15. This game was this team was 13 games over 500 going to the all-star break, and they destroyed the Nationals the first two games out. They were 15 games over at this time last year and then look what happened so it can happen and it's not out of the realm of possibility to say that it could happen again 
mm-hmm. because this, you see the trends with this team, you see, you know, the offense they have. It's just who knows, man. It. I hope it doesn't, but I'm not going to say it, it's 100% not going to because anything could happen. Here's the deal, by the way. If you watched all weekend like we did, you cannot seriously compete in the second half with Trent Grisham starting every day in center field and Eric Hosmer starting every day at first base. No. Simple as that. Nope. Grisham's mental miscues that are going on in the outfield is something I've never seen from a big leaguer probably at any point. I really haven't. I mean, it's ridiculous the issues he's having defensively. I'm shocked by it. Utterly shocked by it. Hosmer, there's just so many issues. I mean, yes, will he go one for four with a single? He will. But defensively, he's a huge liability. How about today? Three hits in the second inning, they don't score. He's thrown out of home plate because he's slow. Like, if you want to seriously compete in the second half, you don't play Trent Grisham, you move him, or you put him in AAA, and you do something with Eric Osmer. Whether you move him or not, you cannot play him. He's got to be coming off the bench in the second half. If you want to seriously compete and improve this offense. Well, that's the thing is, like, at some point, this organization is going to have to make some tough decisions. You can't just continue to go about everyday business like these aren't major issues. And I'm sure they feel that way. Yep. But at some point in time, this organization is going to have to man up and make some tough decisions here, whether people in the clubhouse get upset about it or not. You know what? And you've put yourself in a bad position to start with, with all the money you're owed to Eric Hosmer. And Will Myers and Drew Pomeranz and, you know, Hassan Kim and Blake Snell, guys that aren't performing. And you're going to have to say, look, enough's enough here. And we have to do this for the betterment of the team moving forward. It just has to be done. Rip the Band-Aid off as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. And I wonder if a little bit of the writing is on the wall when I hear Manny Machado say, I'm not the GM. I play baseball. As if to say, it doesn't have to be run through me. Yeah, You know, and Bob Melvin saying the same thing even today, saying, you know, I'm managing this club and we have a ton to play for before the trade deadline, August 2nd. And I'm not going to be the one pulling the strings. Nope. If the general manager can improve this roster, great. I'm sure Manny Machado and that clubhouse feels the same way. But other than that, you go to war Friday night at City Field as a significant underdog because you're facing Max Scherzer with no offense. Dude, it could be. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, think about that. Like Friday, Saturday, if it's Scherzer to Grom, the Mets are minus, I, I, again, you could throw Musgrove there, but the Mets are probably, you know, minus 180 a couple of times at home. So they're two to one favorites out of the gates. Are we going to be surprised, Jim, when they lose two games 4 1 4 1 and they don't score? Will I be surprised? No. Yeah. I mean, that's like <laughs> the expectation. And, but it's like, how can you go, how can you take four days here and be like, oh, well, they need the break. We need to get focused. And then knowing that the Mets await and, Again, you could have a really good offense and face DeGrom and Scherzer and not right. score, but they don't have a really good offense, and I don't have any faith that they're going to find ways to – maybe if they get really good pitching. Maybe. Right. No. It's – I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you. Let's get to the super oh, – by the way, Carlin, thank you for saying Hosmer there. Um, all right, so Jim just knocked himself oh. out of the – she can't – Sorry. Dude, she can walk in the background. What? Is, I mean, what is, she's not naked, is she? She's not because I just saw her walk in the background. <laughs> because I could see it. Uh, all right, Alex, thank you for the super. Carlin, thank you for the super as well. Um, Alex says, Would I be shocked we get a bat they forget to hit? Would I be shocked huh? we get a bat? Oh, oh, get a bat and they forget to hit. Yeah, like Adam Fraser, good point. Yeah, no, that, no, I would not be shocked. It'd be, it'd be very on brand for the Padres to do that. Right. Like right. get a guy, get a guy that uh, is do, having an all-star year. Comes to San Diego, hits two ten. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we do want to tell you guys about our sponsor, Aura. Let me get to them right now. Ora.organic, great partner here on the wrap-up show. Their co-founder Will is a huge Padres fan. If you click this "Build Your Routine" button, build your routine. You get 30% off your very first order. It's ORA.organic. This is plant-based nutrition. Great way to get healthier this year, this summer. Transform your health through the power of plants. Uh, Plant-based nutrition. We're talking about probiotics. I take one every single day for digestion and heart health and mental clarity. In addition 
two probiotics. They've got proteins for post-workout. They have pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils and immunity pills and sleep pills, anything you need. And the company's based in San Diego. They have offices in Liberty Station. Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. He's here all summer right now. We just saw him last week. Great company. And if you're looking to get healthier yourself, your spouse, your children, check out their website. Simple to get to ORA.organic. And there's a link down below as well. Yeah, when you go there. Take the quiz. You'll get 30% off your first order. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, highly recommend all their products. Go there right now, Aura.Organic. Just take a look at everything. Find something that you want. Try it out. You'll definitely thank us later. Yeah, absolutely. I want to pull this up real quickly. Um, do you all look at stats? No. How, how do I find those? What's a stat? <laughs> or do you just go based on some bias? Grisham is the third highest WRC plus on this team the last oh, five weeks. But oh, what about the 11 oh. weeks before it? And what about his defense, which has literally cost this team not a run, not Games. two runs, but Games. runs over the last week? Yeah. Not so, good. Yeah, he's been. I've said, how many times have I said he's been better on offense recently? But a zillion. He's still hitting below oh, 200. Yeah. He's still playing subpar defense, and that's putting it kindly. Mm-hmm. And he's not a starting center fielder on an NLCS caliber team. Who disagrees? Other than kissed by Starlight. <laughs> Thank you, kissed by Starlight. Yeah, thanks, kissed by Starlight. I want to hear from kissed by Starlight again. Is anything I'm saying inaccurate? But John, he has the third highest WRC plus in the last five weeks. And guess what the record is the last five weeks? Eleven and eighteen. Not great. Not great, everybody. So yeah. Yeah, and I'm with Martin. I mean, it says more about the way this team's hitting than anything else. It says nothing about Grisham. One hundred percent. If you match Grish if you look at Grisham's WRC plus compared to the rest of the league over the last five weeks, yeah, it's been blocked. He's probably average. not close to the highest in the baseball. It's probably average at best, honestly. Um, and I'm with you. I'm playing Ruiz. Would you rather here's a here's a good one? Who is here's a good would you rather? Let me pull this up. Reynolds and Bell or just Juan Soto? Man, that's such a good question. We're using that tomorrow on the radio. That's 1, a really good question. Thousand percent. That's going in the wrap. Yeah, definitely. I should um you know what, Jim? I mean, maybe this is controversial. Don't. Are you really gonna do it? I think Reynolds and Bell because they need more than one player. I agree. I agree. Now, Bell is a full-on rental, but Reynolds is here for how long? And you're not going to be breaking the bank at all for those guys? Now, Juan Soto is the clear better player, but the two, but they, but getting two bats that are also very good. Now, Reynolds is on the IL right now. And Josh Bell, did he make the all-star team or no? I don't know if he did. I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. Or maybe but he did. <laughs> maybe he did. But he's having a great year. Um, yeah, that is tough because it's like, man, Juan Soto is so enticing. I mean, I would take either of those combinations. They're incredible. I mean, literally. Well, the first one's incredible. The second one's incredible. In fact, I would just take Reynolds or Bell, obviously. And right. I think it would be a huge upgrade for this team. Um, let me get back to our buddy Starlight. Hold on, I saw him commenting in here. I did Starlight. Yeah. What's I think I can see what's your real name? Trent. Okay, this is Trent Grisham, kissed by Starlight, who says 117 WRC plus, but go off. Yeah, the last five weeks. Well, it's 81 for the year. So big <laughs> league average is 100. So he's had a bad year. I mean, he's had a really bad year. They'd all count. So, okay, so he's had a nice couple of weeks. Doesn't everyone? Eric Hosmer had an amazing four weeks. What are we saying about Eric Hosmer? Exactly. I mean, I want to hear from Kiss by Starlet. Have you watched this defense? What is going on? It's uh, there's, there's some. There's some. I know there. There are some people out there that think uh, like Trent Grisham is a guy who had really good moments in 2020, and he started out pretty good in 2021, and then he just fell off a cliff. Like if you look at his last 162 games, he is hitting two around 200. Mm-hmm. that's not going to cut it. And he's not hitting for power. And he's not getting on base at a high clip. If he was hitting 200, but he hit 20-plus home runs, and he was on base at like a 350 clip, you, then you take that. 
But when you're not hitting for power, you're not getting on base, you're not stealing, your defense is suspect, like at least if you hit 200, be elite in something else. This is great. How about this, Jim? I, I have this for you. So the outfield for the Padres this year, here's their slash line, 220 collective. Oh, God. 303, which is actually surprisingly high. <laughs> I thought it was going to be 285. Yeah, on oh, base. God. 343 Ugh. slug, which is awful. Ugh. Somehow that's only 25th in baseball. I figured it would be 29th or 30th. It's worse. 25th. I have no idea. I just know it's 25th in baseball because I read it. But, I mean, it's not good enough. Like, no. if you want to contend and compete, you need to upgrade your outfield. And I'm starting with Grisham. You know, Profar, I think, you know, has had some moments. Uh, Mazar's had moments. We'll see about Myers. But this outfield, it's just not, it's just not good. It's just not good. I mean, if you're watching, it's not good enough. As, as Kyle Glazer said, if they don't address anything other than outfield, then they are – what was what was the term? What was Make, the, what I think he said they're making a mistake. It, wasting your time trading prospect what, yeah. capital for anything other than outfield you're help is a mistake or wasting your time. Right, wasting time. And I one hundred percent agree because what did we talk about the most going into this into this season? Outfield. Mm-hmm. What did they do in the offseason? Nothing to get outfield depth or help. So to do anything but address what your biggest need is still one hundred percent. It's it's kind of like not malpractice but it's just what are we doing i'm with you i'm with you what are you doing opening a burrito no I'm washing your hands maybe i'm at a no i'm at a table washing my hands at a table <laughs> I, I wasn't sure oh here we go thank you this is good from our buddy the ronsta makes sense yeah reds Mar- marlins tigers and a's does make sense but yeah. what do those teams have in common they're all really bad. Yeah. And Marlins have been okay, but those aren't good teams. And the Padres no. want to be a good team. I mean, compare like an elite offense to the Padres offense. And again, that's why I think there's a ceiling unless they make some real moves here. She's a 10, but has no slug. What? <laughs> that's like the Padres. Maybe that's, they got the rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like it's like can you go all in or not with four starters that are going to be free agents potentially Musgrove, Clevenger, who else am I missing? Martinez, Snell. He's not a free agent until after twenty twenty three. Okay, yeah. They have a lot of free agents in this rotation, and that's why you hear from Dennis Lynn like, you know, this is viewed in this organization as potentially the best opportunity. Or one of the best opportunities this or this franchise will ever have because mm-hmm. it has the pitching in place, and it's so hard to get that from top to bottom, one through five, and they even have one through six at times, and that's why it feels like this trade deadline needs to be viewed differently by AJ Preller, and he needs to be more aggressive because of who you have. So thank you. Uh, Weber or Weaver. So Manaya, Musgrove, Clevenger, Martinez, all potential free agents. Now it's hard to envision they lose all four of those pitchers, mm-hmm. but all four of those players, potential free agents at the end of this year. That's concerning if you're AJ Preller. Right. In terms of replicating the success you're getting out of your rotation, you cannot have a rotation like this and miss the playoffs because last year, disaster. It's, it's like you missed the playoffs with a bad rotation. Now you have a good rotation and you could conceivably miss the postseason that's just crazy yeah. and and again teams are coming giants have won three straight um again i mean you're two games up on a playoff spot with 68 to play like i always say like what if you, you haven't accomplished anything you put yourself in position you're in position to make yeah. the postseason but you have a bad week and all of a sudden you're a game or two out unfortunately you know yep um all right guys well we got a lot going on on it on obviously this week the all-star game is upon us um jay cronworth by the way congratulations yep. late replacement all-star so they got three now musgrove machado and cronworth um we'll have more all-star contact. appearances than eric hosmer as a in his career hosmer's only an all-star one time has he even made an all-star team one time yeah, that makes sense i was thinking he was actually loves. he was actually really good that year yeah. I'll give him credit. He was really good in 2018 or 2016. Sorry. Early, yeah, that's great. 
That's awesome. Cool. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So Padres have their three all-stars. We'll have some content for you over the course of the next week. Next Padres game, obviously, is Friday night at City Field against the Mets, and it's not going to be easy. Scherzer, DeGrom, and just a good Mets team in general, because even when they didn't have Scherzer or DeGrom, they've still played some of the best baseball in the major league. So it's the Mets, it's the Tigers, and you get home for the Twins, and who knows on Tatis. It doesn't seem like it's July. You can cross your fingers, maybe July, but at this point it seems like it's going to be August, and we'll see what A.J. Preller can do from now until the deadline. And here's the thing. He doesn't really concentrate on the deadline, I wouldn't think, until the draft is over, which is on Tuesday night, something like that. So the attention turns to the deadline after the draft, and they'll have two weeks to figure out a way to improve this offense, hopefully. Um, all right. As always, uh, please subscribe. We've got year-round Padres content for you. If you're here live or on replay, that's all we ask. If you're a Padres fan, please subscribe. Smash the like button for us as well. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. We appreciate all the supers that rolled in here tonight. If you're here on replay, you can hit that thanks button. It's a great way to support this channel. And also, please become a member by clicking that join button down below. You get custom emojis and badges and members-only content as well. Support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, Auto Home, Renters Life Insurance Needs. Mark is there for you. He can help save you $750 on your insurance needs. ORA.organic, their co-founder, Will, is also a San Diegan. You can save 30% off your very first order at ORA.organic. And Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. You can text him right now. He is there for your mortgage needs. He is here to help all Padres fans with their mortgage needs. His phone number, 619-387-7798. 619-387-7798. Thank you, guys. Let's uh, allow Jim to get back to his like never-ending date that started, I think, on Thursday. Uh, so for Jim... I'm John. We'll see you tomorrow on the radio at 3 p.m. from 3 to 6. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, guys. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.